Well, a lot of the discussion around the ramping crisis focuses on statistics. We've seen for many months now the increasing uh, number of hours that have been spent with people being ramped. And when we talk about ramping, what we're really talking about is a staffing crisis. Mm. Like the, the problem is actually not the ambulances. The problem is that you, you can't get into hospitals. Yeah. There's not enough staff, not enough beds. Beds. That's the thing. And um, today's Breaking at Eight puts a bit of a human complexion to it because we've been contacted by one of our listeners who um, wants to remain anonymous and when, when, when I walk through what they have been through you'll understand why because it's quite a private matter but this person uh, spent had a pretty harrowing summer spent uh, months working long hours as a, as a first responder um, in quite a stressful set of circumstances and they hit the wall a couple of weeks ago they had a mental health episode and um, as a result, ended up being transported to the NRA. Now, this person has contacted us saying this. I know you guys have been a voice for the public who are suffering as a result of our broken public health system. I've been following closely the conversations you have with Mr Malinowskis regarding the ramping crisis, and my recent experience highlights the severity of the crisis. I recently suffered a mental health episode and was subsequently transported to the NRA, the ambulance team and emergency care was exemplary. However, that was for the first few hours. Once stabilised, I waited for three and a half days in emergency. Gee. Three and a half days in emergency for a mental health bed in a facility. So this person, the details of what happened to them are extraordinary. I was moved to three different beds in emergency, which covers up the statistic that I was waiting more than 24 hours for a bed. So they had to do this sort of, you know bedroom char-char being shuffled around the hospital once a day. They did not receive proper meals or food during that time. They were never given breakfast. They got a couple of sandwiches and on one occasion received a microwave dinner. But during that three and a half days, no regular meals, no breakfast. They weren't offered any fluids. Uh, in addition, um, the, the room that they were in, they could turn off the light, but all the other lights were on the entire time at the full level 24 hours a day because it's the emergency department, so they were unable to actually have any proper sleep. Um, there were no windows. Uh, there was no TV. Um, they weren't allowed out of the hospital either, so they couldn't go out and get any fresh air. And in addition to that, um, they um, had a whole bunch of... Well, they don't know what happened to it. It sounds like a potential theft. Um, but all their jewellery went missing. What? Yeah. So this person spent spent more than more than seventy two hours, about eighty four hours all up, waiting to get a bed, and there was another uh, person who they were with, who was also having a mental health episode, a depressive episode, and they couldn't get out of there either. So these people are just sort of like, almost you know, like, it's like the Mary Celeste. They're just sort of, you know, kicking around, floating around in the in the in the system. Um, and, and the mental health part of it is hugely important, mm. I think, you know, because the, the stress that they would be under as a result of, of what they're going through health-wise is only compounded by treatment like this. So on behalf of this, this person who's contacted us, um, to, her, to whom we say a big thank you, we're going to raise their case with the, um, the health department and try to get some answers about it because it's not acceptable. 